You're listening to Bet Your Ash. It's part of the Bet Your Ash podcasting network, B-Y-A-P-N, B-Yappin. And sometimes when we be yapping, we be cursing. So you're warned. Let's go. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. You are now listening to Cornelius this time. It is me, McGee. I'm in East Merchants, New York, and I am joined by the one and only Gangsterville. Uh you're yes, back. Sir. You're in you're in Arizona, you're right? Arizona. Yes, sir. Arizona, man. You are back uh, on the pod. Is this couldn't remember? Is this our third year preview in Florida State football? Um, second or third. Yeah. Second or third. Hell, it might be third, yeah. yeah. All right. I like it. Well, it become a little tradition, you know? Right. I, I dig that. I dig that. Um, all right. Before we get into football, because that's obviously, you know, what we're here to do, talk about Florida State football. Um, let's talk about music real quick. You, uh, okay, you, had, you had the 420 Project come out in April. Mm-hmm. Had- yep, Apollo 420. Yeah, I was gonna say, put out the link, tell everybody where they can find it. Spotify is the big one for you. Is that where you tend to push? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Spotify. All right, and then um, what's the next thing? What's the next project? Well, now that you mention it, I'm finally dropping my album that I've been working on for like two, two and a half years. Um, I'm dropping that next month, so I got two singles. I'm dropping. On the second, which is not next Friday, but the Friday after next, I'm dropping one single called Slide, which is like, a, you know, 90s, SWV, you know, hip hop, rap type vibe with a chick that's singing on it, um, Stina Jone. And then I have another song that I'm dropping as well the same day, which is the title track from the album, um, The Last Ride. So yeah, got a bunch of stuff cooking up, man. And when do and when do the tracks drop? And when does the the album drop again? The tracks will drop on September second, and Ooh. I'm looking to drop the album by the sixteenth. Nice, nice. Um, yep. cool, man. It's the soundtrack to Florida State football this year, right? You know it. <laughs> Hopefully, some celebrations, man. I love it. I love it. I, love it. I um. I man, third year, third year for uh for Norvell. Um I kind of miss Willie Taggart, but it wasn't working with oh, him. No, 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 no. I we, hope with uh, Norvell, we, we have progress, it's just not showing in wins and losses, right. but it's right. It's, we it's have progress. Been, yeah, we we definitely see improvement to the roster year to year, and hopefully that mm-hmm. you know uh shows up on the field this year. But uh, right. before we get into like this season. Let's kind of take some things. So, you know, there's this one big conversation going on, and it's conference realignment, 
I suspect the ACC isn't going to make it um, another 10 years, right? I think that no. the ACC is not going to – it's going to get ripped apart. Um, yep. yep. Question is, are are we going to be in the SEC at some point? That's what it's leaning towards. That's really what it's leaning towards. Huh. Or at least what we're pulling for. Um, we've already tried to plant them seeds for it. Um, and, you know, fishing and seeing what's out there. And plus, it kind of makes sense, you know, with, with Florida, one of our rivals already being in there, you know what I mean? So I would argue that it's actually doesn't make sense with a C for the SEC. And that's because they already have all every right. every cable package in Florida signed up. Like we don't bring them extra um customers right that what brings them extra customers is like i don't know arizona state or some school some school that's in a state they don't already have right like right right boulder you see boulder right like colorado right, right. Mm-hmm. Right for, or yep. nebraska whatever i mean these aren't obviously nebraska's probably not leaving the big 10 they're good they're in one uh, of the you know <laughs> but that's the kind of team that benefits them is a new market Florida State but also, really also, you got to think with the new times with COVID and everything, um, budgets are being cut. So a lot of conferences are aligning with locality with um, to reduce the, you know, traveling all around and stuff or whatever. That's what I was hoping. I mean, what, three weeks ago, it. the Big Ten announced their USC and UCLA are joining, dude. I think but that's, that's money, though, man. Done. Yeah. And I that, mean, that's money. When, when it comes to USC, Texas, you know what I mean? Those yeah. guys who have their own markets, kind of, it don't matter with them. They well, just pay them dollars. We just Florida don't have State, those dollars. Florida <laughs> State, like uh, a Florida State SEC conversation is a conversation fueled by dollars only. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like figuring out if Notre Dame is going to join the Big Ten or the ACC. Mm-hmm. That's a money combo. That is, a, mm-hmm. you know, that's nothing other than that. And it made sense for the Big Ten to go start picking off teams out of the Pac-12 because that gives you a whole new time slot. It gives you a whole yep. new, you know what I mean, <laughs> coast. Mm-hmm. Like access to a coast is huge. And now they got Rutgers, so they have the New York market, and they have the two L.A. teams to give the L.A. market. Like, that's enormous. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm it's about to get crazy, it's man. It may be really two or three conferences. It may be just, what, four conferences in 10 years from now, probably, uh, bro. The, I mean, I think there'll be a a a, a 24-team Big Ten and a 24-team SEC, and football only, they'll break away from the rest of college sports and just have their own, you know, that's their two-conference division area situation, you know, 24 right. teams in each conference and just go for it, you know. Right. Um and I think that'll be cool. I think that'll be very cool. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm really interested in seeing what happens with Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC. And then the next big domino is is what happens with Notre Dame. And then that's going to be huge. And then the Ooh, ACC gonna... is going to get cut up, man. At some point, it's going to get carved up. I mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's let's get a little. Let's talk about you know kind of what a little more about what we came to talk about right it is uh it is it is this week it starts this week man duquesne and we uh it's i've been waiting all year you know it's time to play some football Mm -hmm. um thoughts or feelings on the off season for the Sunhawks? it one thing i do like is they've been addressing 
a need that we've had for about a decade now, and that's offensive line. Like, you look on their roster, and it's filled with freshmen, sophomores. And on top of that, they're looking for JUCOs to fill in the holes. And they're recruiting this year for still for offensive alignment. So to keep them, the, the fact that they have the trenches in the forefront of their minds gives me hope because that's really been like our kryptonite since Jimbo was here. Right. Well, we, we've gone about a, about five, six years now without any good good offensive linemen, man. And that, At all. Was never, that was never a thing you could say about Florida State. Florida State used to keep mm-hmm. those dudes out there so that they could keep the quarterback standing upright because Bobby wanted to throw down field, you know? And so we never had this problem, man. And it's been a, it's been a very uncomfortable situation the last few years, you know? And it's it's yep. it's been obvious when you watch the games where you're like, man, this defense has some talent, has some speed, and like we got some playmakers, and it's it's like a clear deficiency when you're watching. You're like, oh, if you only had two more seconds, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> it's been tough, man. It's been yep. tough. Man. I like I'm um, so just to play off of 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 that. What I'm really excited about, and I mean, in addition, in addition to the offensive line, is like, you know, is is what I'm seeing on like the defensive line. It seems like really deep again. We got older guys that have been been around in college for a minute and are um, there for work, man. They're there making, they're there this year so that they can be, you know, in a on a in a Sunday situation next year. And if mm-hmm. there's some guys that if they have a really big year, they're gonna hop up into the third round, second round in the draft. Yep. It's going to be yep. – uh, if we can win some games, and I don't mean like – like we got to win, you know, Duquesne, shit like that. We got to win these games, right? But if we can if we can beat some people up on the, with our offensive linemen and our defensive linemen, mm-hmm. I mean, we've always had the speed and talent. You always. Know, always. Uh, in, the, in the secondary and on the, on, on the offensive weapon side, so – it's really about mm-hmm. big guys, yeah. Yep. Um, the big thing, though, going into this year is we know who our quarterback is, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. not like, like last year we're like, oh, is Mackenzie uh, uh, was she, Milford? Is that his name, Mackenzie Milford? Some whatever that kid that went to UCF uh, is is he yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. gonna mm-hmm. compete for the spot? Or are they gonna be split in time because that guy's an old leader kind of dude? You know, or what? Mm-hmm. Like, we know this year and. uh you know, there's some value in that. Yeah, also, it's his third year in the offense, more comfortable with the system. Um, we should see more of him from the playbooks and plays and stuff that they run or whatever. Um, we know that he can run. He's already proved that. But I want to see him really sit back and pass this year. You know what I mean? Because we got some good targets for him now. Um, Micah Pittman that we picked up from Arizona. Oregon, um, right? Oregon? Uh, was it Oregon? Yeah, he transferred oh, okay. from Oregon. He might be from okay. Arizona, though. Ah, I got you. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We there was the one dude. Shining. There was the other cat that transferred from West Virginia but was in a car accident. That yeah, dude is supposed yeah. to be a stud. Um, they think he might he might be able to join him at the end of the season, but he won't be 100% at any point right. this year. Uh, and that's right. too bad, right. but uh, it's weird saying this. Um, 
Like you don't ever want anybody to get hurt, even even on other teams, right? I don't even want any of the players for the Gators to get hurt, right? Yeah, but, yeah, real um, talk. That was a position group that we had a little bit more depth at than the others, and were able to take a hit mm-hmm. at the top of the depth chart, um, uh, kind of absorb that hit a little bit better, you know. Mm-hmm. They say that dude though that that guy can catch any ball. The dude from West Virginia that like there's he just has range and he's just long and fast and he goes up for it, whatever. He has every tool needed. Mm-hmm. That kid's supposed to be a, a superstar. So hopefully he um gets back to a hundred, you know. That's a sad story. Right. Right. Um but yeah, dude, I think we got some weapons. And you know what? We got some uh, from every now, obviously I'm not in Tallahassee. Right. I'm not plugged in like I used to be where I knew every bartender and I knew right. all, all the broads that were were running around with football players. I already <laughs> shit. Some of them might have been a student of mine or like a friend of mine right. from the club or whatever, you know, or or oh. old friend, you know. Um so I'm not dialed in, right? But from everything I'm like reading and all the stuff I'm hearing is people seem to be very uh uh, uh surprised with how how good the running backs are looking too. So it's not just the yeah. wide receivers is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 most of yeah. Most of I just say the wide receivers because we always get production out of the running back. Um, just year after year after year, we always get production. It's just we haven't gotten that level of production from the receiving corps since Jameis Winston was there, man. Um, yeah, but I think it's this been group a- can do it. I think I you're think right, though. It's a it's an offensive line issue, and not more mm-hmm. so that it's been a quarterback or wide. Well, more so it's been a wide receiver issue, you know, because yeah, right. we've always had we always have weapons. Period. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a nice it's a nice setup. You know what I mean? It's a nice thing to to have. Um, I mean, I know we're all set on on who our quarterback is, but uh, the the freshman that actually came from Arizona, where you are. Um, Shit, yeah, 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 Winston. Yeah. No, that was the that's the that's the wide receiver. Oh, shit, here I could look at real quick. Uh, uh, I don't know where I had it. I had it right here. Oh well. Uh, there's a freshman. What was he freshman. from? What was he's he a from? Freshman from Arizona. He's a quarterback, and uh, he he's apparently like clear future is the way like. He's been described like clear future of the position for us. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? AJ Duffy is his name, and he came. Oh, okay. like, he was an early enrollee last year, or you know, in spring. So he was there for all of the spring practices. Um, and I don't know if he's, you know, you never know. I don't know if if, if he's going to redshirt or transfer. Or who knows with some of these, you know, the the freshmen when they're not getting playing time right away you know you never know how they're going to respond to that you know right but, um, right, right. but apparently like apparently he's just a stud he's got every every skill you can you can ask for and uh just incredible ability uh, and sees the field well well he might stay because if he's a freshman that puts him right to take on from jordan travis because he's what a junior um yeah he'll probably stay a senior year um, so that means by the time dude hits his junior year, he should be ready, man. And that's if he doesn't redshirt this year. So I don't see, I don't, uh, I don't see a, I don't see a world where like Jordan Travis has so good a year this year that he goes into the draft, <laughs> or even, 
honestly, I don't really project him as a as like a stud NFL quarterback. Like he is he wow. is a elite college talent, you know. But Unless I don't he think converted he, to like running back or slot or something like that. Yeah, you know? tight end or something. He's pretty tall. He's got yeah. long arms. Um, but I say that to say like you're absolutely right. He should stay in Tallahassee as long as possible, hold on to this job as long as possible, and get as much of the NIL money as he can because he is here timing-wise. He is in a position to set up the rest of his life. If he has two good years in Tallahassee, he can make enough money that he can, you know what I mean, really, really change changes the trajectory of his life, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Because I, I really, when I think about it, like best-case scenario – you're right. I see him catching on at a different position. Like, I don't ever see him being an NFL mm-hmm. quarterback. Right. There's also that uh, Rotomaker guy, Tate Rotomaker. Yeah, yeah. He's decent. He's decent. Yeah. Um, every time I see him step in and play, um, can't say it's something that I've been um, disappointed at. So, yeah. At and least was, we have depth and talent um in those positions. That's the main thing. Yeah, real talk. It was kind of, kind of, kind of thin there a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue that point. I can't argue that point at all. There was like, man, there was a year or two that was really tough. Um, who was the dude that didn't even who like punched the girl at the bar around the corner as a freshman? Oh yeah, that's and then the one ended up playing the for Lane. Series. He ended up playing oh. for Lane Kiffin at either FAU or FIU. I can't the remember. But whichever name. one is the Owls. He was that's where Lane Kiffin was. It begins with a D. His name DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre right? Franklin. Nah, DeAndre, DeAndre Franklin. Something. We're really close. <laughs> DeAndre. That was it. Something. That was it. Franklin. Franklin. Because he played, he was on the Netflix series. Uh the little football series. Last Chance U? He was on yeah. Last Chance U. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. That's yeah. wild to me. Uh, that's really wild to me. I guess I should have watched that. I never watched that show. Oh, um, I liked it, man. It was great. Yeah. You got to see a bunch of like rejects, like you know, people in his situation that messed up at LSU, for it. messed up at Alabama, messed up at Georgia, and now they all together playing for that one year to get back somewhere that's relevant. You know, I, I mean? like the storyline, but I like, I feel like it's. I feel like it's some rich, some rich white TV execs making money off of like some real dudes going through a real struggle right now, man. And so it's, it's kind of tough for me. It's kind of tough for me to sit down and watch. Um, But I bet it's great. I bet I cry. Like I bet, cause I'm a sucker for that shit. Like I bet I cry, you know, like when I watch and I always wait with hard knocks, I always wait till right before the season starts so I can binge watch the whole preseason. And I, Oh, when they give like, the guy fighting to make the team and they give him the contract. And I'm like, oh, yeah. like, the tears start coming down my cheeks. It gets me every year. And I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Right when it starts with the sprinkler at the beginning of the first episode, I know good and well they're going to make me cry at some point. And they get me every year, man. Mm-hmm. Every year. That's funny. I forget the dude last year with the Cowboys. It was the the offensive lineman of Mexican descent. I forget his name. And he Mm -hmm. made the Mm tee and his parents were up. Oh, man, they got me. They get me. So I'm sure some Detroit Lions going to have his life changed. And I'm going to be all, you know, dab in my eyes. You know, it's going to be bad. Um, All right. So I figured we should go through this schedule. And I know that you're not a big gambler. 
I might be a big gambler. Um, ultimately, <laughs> um, ultimately, if I was to uh, if I was to gamble on this season, there's two ways to do it. There's one. Well, I guess there's three. I could take the ridiculous odds at. Um, I could take the ridiculous odds and bet him to win the national championship. It would be stupid. I'd just be throwing money away. Right. But so it's not even worth us talking about. The other two ways to do this are either betting on Florida state to make a bowl game, which is an interesting, interesting play or Mm -hmm. how many like over under how many wins they're going to get in the season. And the last time I looked, they said I was looking at seven and a half, but let me double check. But regardless, yeah, about right. yeah it's something around seven. I figured we would go mm-hmm. through these games one at a time and, you know, call it as a win or a loss and try to see how many teams, how many wins we think we think the Seminoles could get to this year. Right. All right. So this weekend, the season starts with the with a nice little layup, right? We're not going crazy like we do some years. We're starting <laughs> with Duquesne. Now, most of the time, most years, I'd be like, cool, that's a W. Let's keep talking. But last year, we literally had our version of Duquesne in Jacksonville State, and we ended up losing. So yeah. question to you, do we have anything to worry about with Duquesne? We don't have nothing to worry about with Duquesne at all. Nothing at all. Nothing. Okay. Um, there is I, – I bet you I said that. I bet you we said that on the preview last year <laughs> about Jacksonville State. <laughs> but I'm going to – Well, no, no. Last year we, we were still coming off of them years with Willie, so it was like, you know, oh, we should beat them, but we'll know where we're at after this game, but. This year, man, we better beat Duquesne. It's, it's, it's somebody's jobs on the line if we yeah. win this game. This year. Yeah, but like yeah, you said, yeah. you know, what I'm saying? it's year three, man. Yeah, it can't happen again. That's what it, that's what mm-hmm. that's the case. It can't happen again. Um, so then, it, it 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 doesn't. It's not like it stays easy. You know what I'm saying? Literally, the second game of the season, right? Week LSU. and a half from now, we go to New Orleans and play mm-hmm. LSU. Oh, shout out to Cornelius calling me as soon as I hit record on the podcast. Man, that seems standard. <laughs> um, so, I guess it's the opposite. Whereas before, I'm like, do we, you know, you know, we we got Duquesne in the bag, right? You know, now I'm saying, do we have any chance against LSU? I'm gonna say yes, man. Just off of the fact that this is Brian Kelly's first year there. You know what I mean? Um. And also, it's still in, they're still in that turnover practice, or uh, well, turnover mode, where they're trying to solidify positions and gain their identity. Um, basically, just off of that fact, I would say we have a chance. Now, are we going to capitalize off of that chance? That's the question. But they're pretty much prime for the picking right now. Um, Dude, this isn't with- even Brian Kelly's first year. This is Brian Kelly's first game. Exactly. Exactly. And See? if you remember last year, yes, we lost to Jacksonville State last year. But the week before mm-hmm. that, we had the ball in the air in overtime to beat Notre Dame, which would have mm-hmm. 
it would have been a whole different season. I feel like had we had we made exactly. that play, mm-hmm. got that big like emotional upset, you know, to start the yep. season against a national team, right? So, yep. see two things. One, Mike Marvell's clearly um, not scared of a of a Brian Kelly led team, coach team, right? And right. two, like we always play up for big games. Mm-hmm. Always right. The problem the last couple of years is that we played down for little games, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. we always play up, man. We give the big guys a run. So I'm kind of with you. Like that could be a win. LSU, we have no idea what they're gonna look like. It's a whole new LSU, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they went. They. It's not even like a. You know, Coach O was a or Coach Orgeron was an LSU guy. Like they didn't even do oh, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm. went completely off the off Out the, the box, off the radar. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, let's get the guy from the Catholic school up north, you know? Right, right. The independent Catholic school up north and bring him down to put him in the SEC. I don't know. It's just kind of mm-hmm. wild to me, man. That was a big put him in Louisiana, a, put him in the dirt of the SEC. Right? It just never it's felt you go never from Notre right. Dame to Mardi Gras. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the opposite. <laughs> um, it just never felt like it never made sense to me. I never really got that higher. And like, you know, back in my mind, I, I'm thinking it's gonna be a crash and burn situation in three years. It's gonna be ugly, it's gonna end bad. I don't think it's gonna work, but you know. Um, hey, who knows? They might get up. They might get behind them for the first game. You know, we'll see. It's tough, man. It's essentially a home. I mean, LSU is listed as the home team, but I mean, it it's in New Orleans, like it's, it's right in, in their backyard. Yeah, yeah, man, might as well be on campus. You know, mm-hmm. there's probably more. Honestly, when you think about it, with how many with alumni and everything like that, there's probably more LSU fans in New Orleans than in Baton Rouge. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then we got a bit of an off week, right? We got like a we got we got twelve days off, right? We go from like a a late weekend to like a Thursday or something, and we go to Louisville. Louisville had a really off year last year. They kind of had a little some whatever we're going through. They've been kind of going through the last few years too. I, I don't know if Louisville is back. Like I've heard things like they're a better team this year, but like. They need to like they don't have the history and the fan base and the campus structure that Florida State has, right? They don't have the tradition that Florida State has. That's essentially a commuter school that put a ton of money into some sports programs a couple years ago. Um, if the ACC gets ripped up and pulled apart and all that stuff, I don't think they're gonna. They're probably more of a Big Ten school at best. They're definitely not in the SEC. Right, they might be one of the teams. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. They might be one of the ACC teams left out of the the big picture. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, I, I say all that to say, LSU needs to be on their shit the next couple of years. They need to get as many wins as they can for their athletic department's sake. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, we don't know what it's going to be called, but ultimately, if you're in the Conference USA, whatever the Conference USA becomes, you're not going to be getting. You're not going to be getting any big money, big recruits, big nothing. Right. Especially with the NIL deals and stuff, man. Right. The biggest, I I believe the biggest supporter of theirs is now kind of like, you know, it was the dude from Papa John's Pizza who got canceled. 
Like, I don't even think he's he can really right. be boosting. You know what I mean? Like, he can't. It's a couple years ago, everybody would have had a pizza at NIL, you know, and mm-hmm. they don't have that mm-hmm. ability anymore. And so I don't know what's going to, I don't know. I, the If I'm buying and selling stock in college football teams, I'm selling every Louisville fucking share I got. Oh, yeah. Everything. Everything. Um, but they always load up on defense with a whole bunch of guys from South Florida. And you know, those guys are always mm-hmm. mad always. that they're not at Florida state, Florida or Miami. And whenever they get to come home or play against one of the home teams or whatever, yep. they, one of their rivals from high school and stuff, man. So, there's yeah, always a lot of that. It's always from, with Louisville, especially there's always a lot of that. So I always worry yep. about that shit. Um, I still think that's, that's probably a winnable game. That's probably a winnable game for Florida state. If we're having a good year, like we got to win that game. You know, and then mm-hmm. we're at following week. We're at home against Boston College. Um, that's another game that, like, if we're gonna have a good year, we can't lose that. Like, that's right, right. They've been on and out behind the last couple of years too, man. Right? They've had, they've had, uh, they did what we weren't doing, and they were just loading up on, uh, they were loading up on Line. offensive linemen <laughs> when we were supposed to be. You know? Yep, yep. Yes, they were. Uh, so again, that's when we got to win. They're they're supposedly having a down year compared to last year, but like, you know, who's who knows? They get they get they get good offensive line play. You're running back. They're running back. They always have a good running game. You know, always because they always keep a good offensive line. You can yeah. always have a good running back if that line um blocking and pushing back. Exactly. So we let them get rolling, man. I'm not trying to lose. You know the first conference, first at home conference game of the season. Like that's one we gotta win. We gotta put on a show for the people. Um, right. So that's a that's a big one. That's a big one. That's the end of September, and then get into October. We are at home again against Wake Forest. Now Wake Forest, can't believe I'm saying this. Florida oh, State no. not in the preseason <laughs> top twenty five. Wake Forest in the preseason top twenty five. Mm-hmm. The fuck is happening here? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Wake Forest, just like Boston College, they keep that good line, offense and defense, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, man. And they always, you know, they always have – I never know. It's never the same guy two years in a row, but every year mm-hmm. they have some really tall wide receiver who goes and catches everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of crazy. Um, yeah. That's one, obviously, I'm I'm going to be a little nervous about especially considering mm-hmm. you know there's obviously a lot of people putting them in the top 25 in fact we have we have three teams back to in 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 back to back games back to back to back games that are in the mm-hmm. top 25 um now mind now this is what week four so this is preseason so yeah no no this is know, the this is uh, the preseason top 25 and by week four you know some of these teams are going to be clearly not in the right, 25 right. and other Wake teams Ford might, might be, be oh and Poe at that point <laughs> but we go three weeks in a row where we do wake forest in tallahassee and then we go to nc state and then that's always a hard one. that's always a hard one man always i oh hard. man i remember some some of the roughest some of the roughest l's we ever took for me, Remember when Philip Rivers was there and we went mm. like four oh. all the time. Oh my god, that oh, was a tough one. One of the best games I ever saw, man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There was one uh just a couple years ago because I was in Denver, so it was about eight, I'm gonna say seven or eight, or maybe nine years ago now. And I remember legitimately like I was at a bar, I was in a bar stool, and I remember legitimately like 
falling over into the bar like in pain as we like lost the game. Oh, so brutal. I don't know. I I hate playing NC State, especially at NC State. It's always a tough Mm -hmm. game. And we and then we do Clemson. So it's like there's three weeks against Carolina teams, you know, teams from the Carolinas. Then we go Wake Forest, NC State, and then Clemson back to back to back. Man, if we can get one of those three. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. We got to take one of them. Right. Clemson's coming off a bad year. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine that. You know, Clemson keep those recruits. though, man, they keep them recruits coming. man. Right. That dude's talented. He just had a bad year. I think that freshman last year, that quarterback they had. The, the mm-hmm. dude from California, uh, Hawaiian dude from California. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna butcher his name if I try to say it. So why even look it up to read it? You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna fuck up. But the dude, uh, like I can't imagine he's gonna be bad again. You know, like I imagine Clemson's gonna be a lot better. Even so, they'll pull somebody out the woodworks like Sunshine. <laughs> That's all playing for Jacksonville now. Remember, there was a quarterback ahead of him that was supposed to be the the next man up or whatever, and he just got put to the side and Sunshine came in as a freshman. What was that dude's name? I remember him, man. You remember him? <laughs> what was his name? He what transferred was... like that yeah. year. Like, right? Yeah. No, I remember that shit. He kind of got him yeah. to the, the conversation and then, you know, <laughs> homie took the gig. Yeah. Um, he had a decent year the year before, too. Like a real yeah. good year, man. Yeah. Yep. I remember, yeah. Um, at least we had a we had a couple easy games after that run. So we have those three runs, yeah, and that's going to be brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. but we after that we get Georgia Tech at home, right? So that's nice. Mm-hmm. And then we have oh. shit four teams in the top twenty five. My bad. And then we have, I think, like our Super Bowl this year. Like I think our biggest game of the year. Like Florida's not as good as Miami. Like, I think uh, Florida State at Miami is the biggest game. Like, that's the one that better be circled by the coaching staff. That's the biggest game. Because I think that dictates a good good season or a bad season for us. And if you want, I'll be there. If you want to fly in, man, we can go have a very good time. November 5th is the game. November 5th, okay. We'll have a look at the calendar tomorrow morning, you know what I mean, on your lunch break. Open that shit up. Maybe look at what flights uh-huh. might cost. You can fly into either Fort Lauderdale or Miami, so it gives you two extra, you know what I mean, two different airports to choose from. You know, see if yeah. you can't make that happen. Let's, uh, and we should think about going to that game. Thank you. They seem to be playing the NIL, the NIL thing, game. You know what I mean? Like, they're, they're bringing in some guys, and... uh but you know they've been doing the NIL thing. So <laughs> come on, dude. It took us about it took us about five minutes to have the Rising Spear Foundation set up. <laughs> you don't think we had that? It's like I've been rewatching. I've been rewatching a uh, Marvel oh, Agents of Shield, and they talk about how Hydro mm-hmm. is like hiding in NASA and then hiding in Shield. Mm-hmm. Like that was yep. kind of yep. you know yep. Rising Spear existed long before Rising Spear Way existed. Back. <laughs> so we know how to play that game too. I'm sure a lot of our uh-huh. offensive linemen have new pickup trucks this season. Oh yeah, you <laughs> and they they fucking deserve it, and they deserve it. Um, so that's the game. That's the big one. Then after that, after that, we had to play at Syracuse. Mm-hmm. 
Should better win that, right? Like if we're having a good Yo, year, we're beating Syracuse. That's, that's and we, it's cool sliding after that, man. Right, Syracuse. and then Louis, or then we get to play Louisiana. Louisiana. Is that the? Let me ask. Is that the raging Cajuns? Um, no, like, no. I think that's, that's the raging No, this, this I think Louisiana. they changed. Oh no! I, it is. It is. It is. I'm looking at them now. Yeah, yeah I think it's the raging Cajuns, which I would contend is one of the better mascots in sports in college sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we got Florida. They're a yep. fucking mess. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're doing a lot better in recruiting and stuff or whatever. But it's like they. It's funny because uh, their coach left them the same way Jimbo left us with so many holes on the roster and so much stuff that you can't just do a quick band-aid fix on you know what yeah. i mean so it's going to be interesting to see i i feel like their whole season is going to ride on their quarterback um if their quarterback yeah. stays healthy um then he can they can have a decent season you know win a bowl game or do something like that but if their quarterback gets hurt which he's been injury prone since his junior year in high school he went to my high school I'm actually oh, did following he? the kid. Oh, yeah, sorry. yeah, I'm following him, rooting for him and everything. But you know, step that way. It, it, I, exactly. Step that <laughs> way. But um, <laughs> but um, it all depends on on him. He could do it, man. He's very talented. He, he was playing hurt last year or whatever. Um, I will. But, I, uh, I do suspect that when the the there's two alumni from the University of Florida that are doing some bullshit podcast just like this, and they're like you know, doing their preview for Gator football. And they got to this week and they're like, you know, Florida State, you know, they're a little, little chaotic up there. What's going on? You know, Norville on the hot seat. Like they, they got just as much. They're, they're hoping for us to be as shitty as we can be. Just like we're hoping for them to be as shitty as they but can the be. One so up, like, the one up we got for them is Norville been there for three years. Yes. Now. We got so a little been, stability for the first that. time in a while. Yeah. Old boy just so, got there, you know what I mean? I feel like that's going to be the biggest thing. Because you can't have that. I, can he do that instant turnaround? Can he just yeah. step it's up tough, on dude. campus? It's it, it's, it's, we were just it, talking it, about Brian Kelly. It's tough, man. It's tough. Yep. yep. All right, the so SEC. there's two questions for you. Two questions for you, man, when it comes down to it. They're pretty much the same question. Because I went back, I looked. It's over under six and a half wins. So seven wins. So mm-hmm. can we make a bowl game? We haven't gone for a couple of years. Can we get into a bowl game this year? Yeah, yeah. I say we get into a bowl game. Man. Let's do it. I fucking love it. I say hell yeah. All hell right. Yeah. I love this that we do this. Well, let's do it again at the end of the season. And uh, one more up? time, Gangs you can catch them on Spotify for the following 420 album or mixtape. Yep. And then the new album, new singles on the way like next week, right? Yep. Yep. All right. You got it. Appreciate you, man. Take care of yourself. Go Knowles. You already know, man. Be easy, bro. That was another episode of Bet Your Ash. We'd like to use this opportunity at the end of the podcast to say thank you to some people. So, uh, Binsky and Casero Flynn and Corey Collins and Timmy Nebraska and the, the B-Yapping Live Golf Correspondent, Brock White, and more than all them, you for listening. Oh, yeah, and Gangsterville for coming through and talking Florida State football. Uh, Bet Your Ash is available on betyourash.com and also Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you listen on those platforms, please, you know, rate us five stars and leave us a review and all that stuff. 
uh, on social media at BetYourAshPod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Say hi there, and we'll talk to you soon. Yo, Mo Mackey. What's good? And what do men do? I don't know. Smoke cigars, watch sports. Uh, yeah, sometimes we do that, man. Shouts out to Maniac McGee and Cornelius holding down the Bet Your Ash podcast. We represent independent artists. It's the Set the Bar Review Mix Show. Artists, submit your music to setthebar11 at gmail.com. You better set the bar. We prefer if you raise it. <laughs> <laughs>